Hello, my name is Elizabeth Annam of Sassy Podcast, bringing you some healing scriptures, part two. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his namesake. And even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely, your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell on the house of the Lord forever. And Jesus ministered from place to place throughout all of the province of Galilee. He taught in the synagogues, preaching the wonderful news of the kingdom and healing every kind of sickness and disease among the people. His fame spread throughout all Syria. Many people who were in pain and suffering with every kind of illness were brought to Jesus for their healing. Epileptics, paralytics, and those tormented by demonic powers were all set free. Everyone who was brought to Jesus was healed. Then Jesus said to her, Daughter, because you dared to believe, your faith has healed you. Go with peace in your heart and be free from your suffering. To prove to you all that I, the Son of Man, have the lawful authority on earth to forgive sins, I say to you now, stand up, carry your stretcher, and go on home, for you are healed. You are well aware of all that began in Galilee and spread throughout the land of Israel. Immediately after John preached his message of baptism, Jesus of Nazareth was anointed by God with the Holy Spirit and with great power. He did wonderful things for others and divinely healed all who were under the tyranny of the devil, for God had anointed him. Fill your thoughts with my words until they penetrate deep into your spirit then as you unwrap my words they will impact true life 
and radiant health into the very core of your being. Christ himself carried our sins in his body to the cross. So that we might die to sin and live for righteousness. It is by his wounds that you have been healed. In all of my affliction, I find great comfort in your promises, for they have kept me alive. Trust in the Lord completely and do not rely on your own opinions. With all your heart, rely on Him to guide you and He will lead you in every decision you make. Become intimate with Him in whatever you do and He will lead you wherever you go. Don't think for a moment that you know it all, for wisdom comes when you adore him with undivided devotion and avoid everything that's wrong. Then you will find the healing refreshment your body and spirit long for. Don't be pulled in different directions or worried about a thing. Be saturated in prayer throughout each day, offering your faith-filled requests before God with overflowing gratitude. Tell Him every detail of your life. Then God's wonderful peace that transcends human understanding will guard your heart and mind through Jesus Christ. Keep your thoughts continually fixed on all that is authentic and real, honorable and admirable, beautiful and respectful, pure and holy, merciful and kind, and fasting your thoughts on every glorious work of God, praising Him always. Put into practice the example of all that you have heard from me or seen in my life, and the God of peace will be with you in all things. Each time he said, My grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness. So now I am glad to boast about my weakness. So that the power of Christ can walk through me. The Lord opens the eyes of the blind. The Lord raises those who are bowed down. The Lord loves the righteous. Then your light will break forth like the dawn. And your healing will quickly appear. Then your righteousness will go before you. And the glory of the Lord will be 
your rear guard. Stretch out your hand of power through us to heal and to move in signs and wonders by the name of your Holy Son, Jesus. But no weapon that is formed against you shall prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against you in judgment you shall show to be in the wrong. This peace, this righteousness, this security, this triumph over opposition is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. It is the heritage of those in whom the ideal servant of the Lord is reproduced. This is the righteousness or the vindication which they obtained from me. This is that which I imparted them as their justification, says the Lord. He said, if you listen carefully to the Lord your God and do what is right in his eyes, if you pay attention to his commands and keep all his decrees, I will not bring on you any of the diseases I brought on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. The Lord will keep you free from every disease. He will not inflict on you the horrible diseases you knew in Egypt, but he will inflict them on all who hate you. Blessed be the Lord that hath given rest unto his people Israel. According to all that he promised, they had not failed one word of all his good promise, which he promised by the hand of Moses' his servant. God is a safe house for the battered, a sanctuary during bad times. The moment you arrive, you relax. You're never sorry you're not. The Lord is a refuge for the oppressed, a stronghold in times of trouble. Those who know your name trust in you. For you, Lord, have never forsaken those who seek you. Be kind to me, God. I've been kicked around long enough. Once you've pulled me back from the gates of death, I'll write the book on hallelujahs. On the corner of Main and First, I'll hold a street meeting. I'll be the song leader. We'll fill the air with salvation songs. I shall not die, but live, and declare the works of the Lord. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I'll strengthen you. Yes, I'll help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Heal me, Lord, and I will be healed. Save me, 
and I'll be saved. For you are the one I praise. Let the weak say, I am strong. Affliction will not rise up a second time. Glory to God. This is why the fulfillment of God's promise depends entirely on trusting God and His way and then simply embracing Him and what He does. God's promise arrives as pure gift. That's the only way everyone can be sure to get in on it. Those who keep the religious traditions and those who have never heard of them. For Abraham is father of us all. He is not our racial father. That's reading the story backward. He is our faith father. The promise depends on faith so that it can be experienced as a great gift. And now it extends to all the descendants of Abraham. This promise is not only meant for those who obey the law, but also to those who enter into the faith of Abraham, the father of us all. That's what the scripture means when it says, I have made you the father of many nations. He is our example and father. For in God's presence, he believed that God can raise the dead and call into being things that don't even exist yet. Again, all odd when it looked hopeless, Abraham believed the promise and expected God to fulfill it. He took God at his word and as a result, he became the father of many nations. God's declaration over him came to pass. Your descendants will be so many that they will be impossible to count. For though we walk as in live in the flesh, we are not carrying on our warfare according to the flesh and using mere human weapons. For the weapons of our warfare are not physical. They are not weapons of flesh and blood, but they are mighty before God for the overthrow and, and destruction of strongholds. Inasmuch as we refute arguments and theories and reasonings and every proud and lofty thing that sets itself up against the true knowledge of God, and we lead every thought and purpose away captive into the obedience of Christ, the Messiah, the Anointed One. For although we live in the natural realm, we don't wage a military campaign employing human, human weapons, using manipulations to achieve our aims. Mm -mm. Instead, our spiritual weapons are energized with divine power to effectively dismantle the defenses behind which people hide. We can demolish every deceptive fantasy that opposes God and break through every arrogant attitude that is raised up in defiance of the true knowledge of God. We capture like prisoners of war every thought and insist that it bow in obedience to the anointed one. 
Christ paid the full price to set us free from the curse of the law. He absorbed the curse completely as he became a curse in our place. For it is written, everyone who is hung upon a tree is cursed. Jesus Christ dissolved the curse from our lives so that in him all the blessings of Abraham can be poured out upon Gentiles. And now, through faith, we receive the promised Holy Spirit who lives in us. Christ purchased our freedom, that is, redeeming us from the curse of the Lord and its condemnation by himself becoming a cause for us. For it is written in the scriptures, cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree. Cursed is everyone who is crucified. To the end that through their receiving Christ Jesus, the blessing promised to Abraham might come upon the Gentiles so that we through faith might all receive the realization of the promise of the Holy Spirit. Christ redeemed us from that self-defeating cost life by absorbing it by absorbing it completely into himself. Do you remember the scripture that says cost is everyone who hangs on a tree? That is what happened when Jesus was nailed to the cross. He became a curse and at the same time dissolved the curse. And now because of that, the air is cleared and we can see that Abraham's blessing is present and available for non-Jews too. We are all able to receive God's life, his spirit in and with us by believing just the way Abraham received it. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us. For it is written, cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree, that the blessings of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. And if ye be Christ, then are ye Abraham's seeds and heirs according to the promise. For God is working in you, giving you the desire as a power to do what pleases him. That evening, the people brought to him men who were demonized. And by Jesus only speaking a word of healing over them, they were totally set free from their torment. And everyone who was sick received their healing. In doing this, Jesus fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah. He put upon himself our weaknesses and he carried away our diseases and made us well. I tell you the truth, 
Whatever you forbid on earth will be forbidden in heaven. And whatever you permit on earth will be permitted in heaven. I also tell you this. If two of you agree here on earth concerning anything you ask, my Father in heaven will do it for you. And Jesus answered them, Truly I say to you, if you have faith, I mean a firm relying trust and do not doubt, you will not only do what has been done to the fig tree, but even if you say to this mountain, be taken up and cast into the sea, it will be done. And whatever you ask for in prayer, having faith and really believing, you will receive. Hallelujah. And Jesus said, You say to me, You say to me, if you can do anything, why? All things can be and are in fact possible to him who believes glory. With man, this is impossible. But no, with God, all things are possible with God. And Jesus replying said to them, Have faith in God constantly. Truly, I tell you, whoever says to this mountain, be lifted up and thrown into the sea, and does not doubt at all in his heart, but believes that what he says will take place, it will be done for him. For this reason, I am telling you, Whatever you ask for in prayer, believe, trust, and be confident that it is granted to you and you will get it. And whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him and let it drop. Leave it. Let it go. In order that your Father who is in heaven may also forgive you your own failings and shortcomings and let them drop. Jesus replied, Let the faith of God be in you. Listen to the truth I speak to you. Whoever says to this mountain with great faith and does not doubt, mountain, be lifted up and thrown into the midst of the sea. And believe that what he says will happen, it will be done. This is the reason I urge you to boldly believe for whatever you ask for in prayer. Be convinced that you have received it and it will be yours. Crowds gathered also from the towns around Jerusalem, bringing their sick and those tormented by impure spirits, and all of them were healed. Jesus of Nazareth was anointed by God with the Holy Spirit and with great power. He did wonderful things for others and divinely healed all who were under the tyranny of the devil, for God had anointed him.
For God had not given all the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess, for he who, is, who promised is faithful. Do not therefore fling away your fearless confidence, for it carries a great and glorious compensation of reward. For you have need of steadfast patience and endurance, so that you may perform and fully accomplish the will of God, and thus receive and carry away and enjoy to the full what is promised. Because of faith, also, Sarah herself received physical power to receive a child even when she was long past the age for it, because she considered God, who had given her the promise, to be reliable and trustworthy and true to his word. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Believing prayer will heal you, and Jesus will put you on your feet. And if you've sinned, you'll be forgiven, healed inside and out. By his wounds, you are healed. My delightfully loved friends, when our hearts don't condemn us, we have a bold freedom to speak face to face with God. And whatever we ask of Him, we receive because we keep His commands. And by our beautiful intentions, we continue to do what brings pleasure him this is the confidence we have in approaching God that if we ask anything according to his will he hears us and if we know that he hears us whatever we ask we know that we have what we asked of him in conclusion be strong in the Lord be empowered through your union with Him. Draw your strength from Him. That strength which His boundless might provides. Put on God's whole armor. The armor of a heavy armed soldier which God supplies. That you may be able successfully to stand up against all the strategies and the deceits of the devil. For we are not wrestling with flesh and blood. That is, we are not contending only with physical opponents, but against the despotisms, against the powers, 
against the master spirits who are the world rulers of this present darkness, against the spirit forces of weakness, wickedness in the heavenly supernatural sphere. Therefore, put on God's complete armor that you may be able to resist and stand your ground on the evil day of danger. And having done all the crisis demands to stand firmly in your place, stand therefore, hold your ground, having tightened the belt of truth around your loins, and having put on the breastplate of integrity and of moral rectitude and right standing with God, and having shod your feet in preparation to face the enemy with a firm-footed stability, a promptness, and the readiness produced by the good news of the gospel of peace. Lift up over all the covering, over the shield. Lift up over all the covering, the shield of saving faith, upon which you can quench all the flaming missiles of the wicked one, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword that the Spirit wills, which is the word of God. This is the word of the Lord. The words that I speak to you tonight, they are spirit and they are life. Congratulations. I can't wait to hear your testimonies. God bless you. Be encouraged.